are listening to Barbara May Show, the place where we discuss all that really matters. We will cover all you need to know about lifestyle, health, spirituality, and plus so much more. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You are listening to episode three with a fashion designer and community ambassador for Global Slovakia, teacher, actress, model, motivational speaker, business developer, volunteer at the Tiger Rehabilitation Sanctuary, founder of Scrunchy, eco-friendly fashion brand, and finally, good friend of mine, Octavia McKenzie. In this episode, we will cover all you need to know about gratitude practice, little tricks and magic, and how gratitude practice can help to reprogram and change our future. Octavia, can you please tell us what does gratitude mean to you? In essence, I guess gratitude for me is it's kind of like a grounding force in my life. I'm a bit of a, a social fairy, you know, I'm all over the place. I'm doing this, doing that, running from moment to moment. And there was a time of my life where I was always looking for the next best thing. So searching for, not focusing on what was right in front of me, the joy that I was living at the time, all the beautiful, wonderful things that were happening to me and those around me, but more just looking, oh, this is nice, okay, but what about the next one? What about the next one? Where can we go with this? And gratitude, like I guess it's something that I've always practiced in some kind, but I only recently really became aware of it and the positive influence that it can have on living in the moment, like as a meditative form, and like to a path of just happiness in general. And I think that that for me is most likely the most amazing thing about uh, practicing gratitude, which has already become a habit in my life. I guess the the central point of your happiness, because if you can be grateful for something, you can acknowledge that it has happened and that you have this joy that has come to you. And in acknowledging it, it actually brings you to this point of just elation and happiness. And ultimately, I think everybody, whether spiritual or not, is on the journey for, of course, self-discovery, but also in this, it is for the, like, in search of happiness. Gratitude can ground you. I think that is that yeah. is very important, isn't it? Because when you said that you are all over the place, so am I. I'm sure that most of the people are as well. So to be grateful is actually very grounding, isn't it? Yeah. Also, I think that this in, uh, in religious forms, you know, through prayer, I think people forget that during prayer, a lot of that is to do with gratitude. So when you are asking for something, part of the process is that you are giving thanks for that. You're saying, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, universe. Thank you, this power above me that be. And in being thankful, you are opening yourself up to the awareness that this is something that actually brings you joy. And in opening yourself up to that awareness, being either like mental, internal, or it's even better maybe if you're verbal about it, to hear yourself saying it, you are actually sending that message out there like that this, you want more of this, you know, you want more of this happy, this good. And that's also an energy that you are building up that you're raising your frequency through gratitude. And that frequency will then be attracted. More of that will come into your life. It's like setting the tone of like, this is how I want to live. This is what I want to accept. This is what brings me joy. And ultimately the universe, your religion, it just wants you to be joyous. This is the gift, you know, how would you recommend us to practice gratitude? If you're not used to doing it, it's important to build the habit of doing it. So some may think that it is superficial 
or artificial and like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. Oh, you know, this annoying person. I think it was in Friends that Phoebe had this boyfriend. But, um, and he was just like, wow, this is the most beautiful, cozy, dark little apartment ever, you know? Or like he always just found this, this sense of something to be grateful for. And he was so super annoying at that time. So people may think that you're coming across as being um, superficial, but this is everybody's personal journey and a process. So to start with small things. So during the day, you have kids, something happens, your daughter smiles at you, she laughs, you can just like, I'm so grateful for that beautiful smile. Just small things. And this is just a small reminder to yourself. And if needs be, set set a reminder on your phone. Like use technology, set a reminder if you're really a negative person and life's got you down and you can't find the joy or the color or the rainbow, really set a reminder, like this is my hour of gratitude, 11-11, set a timer, just write the moment of gratitude. And as soon as you see that, you can just be, ah, wow, the sun's shining. I'm so grateful the sun is shining. And eventually this will become a habit. And in forming these habits, you are, it's amazing. You're able to reprogram the past, the present and set the tone for the future. So I really believe that gratitude is like amazing. I start my day with a gratitude practice. I wake up in the morning and um, I either write down in your journaling or either like think about stuff which I'm grateful for, but then it kind of does wear off. So there is always like distractions which comes through and things doesn't go the way how we want them to, of course, want them of to go and then a bit frustration and all sorts of stuff hits. so this is really good suggestion I, I really like it like if you read up on it there's a lot of information about journaling that's also a good way to go but as you say you don't always feel like journaling uh, another option is that if something comes to mind but once again if you haven't set this in your mind why would it come to mind so you have to start somewhere but then to write it on a piece of paper Put it in a box and I've heard of people opening their boxes on New Year's or on Christmas, you know, and be like, oh, wow, I forgot that this happened during the year. That's so fantastic. And um, I think it also is a lot to do with being thankful to yourself. This has a lot to do also with your personal happiness is thanking yourself during the day. Like, oh, wow, I'm so, I'm so thankful that like, I'm a good mom. Like I look after my kids, like I made them a nice breakfast or I was happy when she gave me this hug, you know, this is a love that we share with each other. And people are so lost and caught up in the big things that you forget about these little things, which are really reason to be grateful for. And I think also this period of COVID, this is a great time to practice gratitude because it's a hard time to practice gratitude, but it will also be extremely beneficial to practice gratitude over this time. When did you experience a moment of extreme gratitude? So I've had a few. I consider myself lucky that I've, I've had some really exciting experiences. I don't know whether to call them spiritual or enlightening or just moments of self. But one particular moment was I absolutely, I love music. Like if I'm able to be in an environment where there's just music, outdoor, indoor, especially a rhythm, a drum beat, something which is that really, really resonates with me, you know, that like really natural core back to the root kind of sound. Are you referring this to ecstatic dance? Yes, yes, exactly. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yes. So ecstatic dance is usually a group of people that come together more often. Here in Slovakia, we have it when like regular, regular times, at least once a month. And it starts usually with a, like a spirit circle, you know, that there's some kind of energy that's brought in. People are brought down to a calm 
And then the music starts playing. And the DJ, the aim for him is to bring you up to a point of ecstasy. So the music starts slow, it then builds, it builds, it builds, and it gets to this like point of just this inhalation. You know? What type of music is it? Is it just drums or what is it? Ecstatic dance, it is a mixture. I would say it's probably new age or fusion. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. it starts, there's a lot of electronic, a lot of rhythm, a lot of like Africa trance music. It really depends at which phase. Some of them will even put in classic, you know, like de really depending on the mood and a good DJ will be able to read the crowd and to watch them and to see where people are individually, but as a collective. So the main idea is that you are able to go into your own rhythm dream state, like your state of ecstasy. And it's fantastic because I guess people who have never been before, they go with this uh, sense of, oh, people are going to watch me. How will I behave? Like, what if I look ridiculous? You know, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Once you go there more often, you are really honestly on your own dance. You're on your own mission. People are able to go into trances. Some are really like enjoying the music. It's beautiful that um, when you when you actually listen to the music and when you dance like nobody's watching, I'm sure you that you know that famous quote, yeah. "Dance like nobody's watching." Yeah. Like you are kind of in your own bubble and you are in this space, and then you are just you and yourself. And I just think that is so beautiful. And if you can do that around and people, if, it's fantastic. And if you can maintain that in your day to day living, that's incredible. So if you can take that piece of that moment of ecstasy where you are in your purest form, your raw carnal form, you know, that you're dancing like no one's watching, you're experiencing the music in that moment, that is, that's fantastic. And if you're able to take a piece of that, like I think every spiritual practice, if you're able to take a piece of that into your day-to-day -day living, you can be calmer, you can be happier, you can be more focused, you can be you in your essence and not have to watch or express what other people are enforcing or creating in your sphere. So this is like, it's a really nice way to go back to self and back to like ground or root or, and the music. Like for me, um, since my brain is so scattered, music really, it focuses me. So if there's this good rhythm and I can get into it, then I can be sucked into it completely. And that's where I disappear. Mm -hmm. So there was this beautiful moment. I was at a... This was at a festival, actually. And we were dancing and I was dancing. And I don't know if you know the artist uh, Bonobo. Mm, he, I don't think so, no. Uh, electronic, um, but also very tribal electronic. And this was like a very deep drum rhythm, like Africa, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was dancing and I started doing this. It was almost this, this, I was searching for like the roots. So I was dancing, I was throwing my hands on the ground and then throwing them up to the sky. And I was on the right side, the left side. And eventually I just disappeared. I was not in that room. I was not with anybody. There was nobody around me, nothing. And as I was dancing, I felt this, that the ground beneath me had changed. I looked down and I saw sand, like African sand, white sand. And I felt the sand between my toes. Then I started moving up like my body. And I felt that I was like the gravity had changed. And I was now, I was closer to the ground. And I looked at my body and I felt heavy and I was this African mama and I was shorter and stockier and I was a black African woman. I just smiled to myself because I wasn't, it wasn't like, a, like, I don't know if you have a vision and you see yourself doing something. I was that. I could feel myself doing this thing. I could feel myself moving. I looked at my hands. I could see my hands. I could see this tribal dress that I was wearing. 
And then I looked around me and I saw this um, like a sickle moon of women around me. And then I got this feeling that I guess that we were um, like a tribe of uh, female shamans and we were doing this dance. And then I realized what we were doing, we were doing a rain dance. We were looking at the horizon, at the, at the ground, at the sky, just everything. And I, I was just like, wow, I'm in Africa and this is me. And like I was singing and chanting and dancing. And then it disappeared that it was something different. And I was in that moment living that, that, that life, whether it was a past life or, or a different dimension. I, I, I'm not sure, but it was definitely something that had or was happening. Something that really stood out to me was what we first did was we started giving thanks. So this whole point, like the idea was for the rain to come, but we didn't ask for the rain. The first thing we did was we gave thanks. So we gave thanks to the spirit of the earth. We, were, we said, thank you for the beautiful grounds you have provided us. We gave thanks to the spirit of the horizon and we gave thanks to the spirit of the sky. So it was like these three separate entities that first we gave thanks and in giving thanks, we saw the rain clouds. Or like I saw that the rain clouds were coming over. So what I wanted to manifest, like my initial point of this whole chant was for the rain to come. But in giving thanks, suddenly it came to me just like poof, this, this sudden... Um, uh, realization of the point of everything we were doing was that in giving thanks, you are opening yourself up to the potential of reaching and getting that what it is that you most desire. Sometimes maybe it's, um, there's a difference between what you want and what you need. But if you are manifesting or trying to manifest things into your life, I believe that gratitude is also a huge role to play because in us being grateful for those gods, for what they had provided us with, they saw that we were willing to be open to acceptance of everything that is already open and available for us. So in essence, everything that you want to bring into your life exists Everything from your wildest dreams to your needs, to your desires, trivial, deep, whatever it may be, everything is there in existence for you to grab. You just need to be open and accepting that you are of value to get it. So it's there. It's, in, it's within reach. And I feel that through gratitude, this is a passage that is opening you up to that love, to that thanks, that it's opening you up for you to receive more of that goodness, more of those things that you can have in your life. Mm -hmm. Also gratitude. I believe that, you know, you have some of those people who are, and we have so many around us, they're very negative and they're grumpy mm -hmm. and then things are going wrong in their lives. And, and this is what hurts me. And this is what, what was happening. Like they live in kind of a victimhood. Mm -hmm. I believe that if they do the gratitude practice, it will completely change the way of thinking yeah. and it will reset um, their future um, and their destiny would be slightly different. Yes. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I believe that too as well. Like um, Joe Dispenza, I think that he's probably the most mentioned name at the moment, like mm -hmm. <laughs> throughout everything. Um, and he talks about it as well, you know, rewiring the brain, that it's malleable. And also in giving gratitude or giving thanks and being grateful for something, you are rewiring the present moments and in turn, you're rewiring the past moments too. So you're setting a new system going forwards for yourself, which is amazing. 
Um, and if you are able to, um, like within moments, once you start practicing gratitude and then these little happy moments that spark joy or that spark love, you start realizing them more often. You then connect a happy feeling to that feeling. And that then shifts all those past memories that you might have that you never realized into happier past memories. And that also brings you to a point of presence and of present happiness. Um, and it's also, it is definitely proven that uh, being grateful, it opens you up to uh, new friendships. You know, if you're grateful to people, they want to be around you. It's like all just practical things. Uh, it also um, definitely works against, uh, well, not against, but it aids you in healing depression or illnesses. Yeah, as strong as your immune system as well, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. It helps you sleep better. It increases mental strength. They've also proven that uh, athletes who show gratitude, that they're stronger athletes, that they're able to accomplish more. So there really is, there's a lot, your psychological health, physical health, everything. Love is the answer. Love is the answer. <laughs> as Einstein said, no? Love is, love yeah, is the way, exactly. the truth and the light. Exactly. <laughs> And like to find love in small little things, like what more could you want? What more could you want from anything? Let's talk a little bit about um, manifestation. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have tapped into it while you were explaining about your, your journey, which I wouldn't, by the way, say that. I have came across so many people who have practiced shamanism mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they have listened to the beats and, um, and they've been talking about how they drift off they just go mm -hmm. somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I have personally never experienced it. One day I just hope that um, I will be able to. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that so many people are actually coming out of their spiritual closets or whatever you call it, and they are admitting it that they have experienced it. So, so ecstatic dance, guys. Um, okay. <laughs> Back to or shamanism. Back to just the dance, Dancing in the garden or nowadays in your living room, you know? Yeah. Dancing in the drum. living room. Exactly. <laughs> um, something else which I find really helps, like in terms of gratitude, is like I was saying before about grounding, being grounded, is that it really... I, for me, not that I struggle, but it's not always easy for me to sit and meditate, you know, like to, I don't know, take 15 minutes, half an hour, 30 minutes, or, oh, it's the same thing, half an hour, 30 minutes, uh, an hour, you know, to sit in a quiet position and meditate and switch my mind off. So for me, the ultimate is for me to go into the forest. I need to be in nature. Like that levels me out. That brings a whole bunch of happy thoughts, endorphins. Life's beautiful. So now what I found is with gratitude is that it is, it's brought me so much more into my present being, into my present moment. So not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future. Oh, which park will I go to tomorrow? What will I do? Da, 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 this, this, this job, this, that. It's actually just once walking in the forest and looking up at the trees, you're like, wow, look at that green. It sounds so trivial. It sounds so hippie, but like, Look how beautiful these leaves have blossomed. Look how beautiful this little bug is in its little entity in its life. And it brings you right down to the present moment and to see things through the eyes of a child, mm -hmm. which I think so often people get so caught up in the drama of adult life and you lose the essence, which you see in your children for you. It's the most beautiful thing when your kids are excited by these small little things. And that exists in all of us. And in being present in that moment and giving gratitude for those small things around you, you are building your present moment, which is once again shaping. If you can have a, 
if you can have every moment, every present moment as a joyous moment, it is only joyous bubbles add into the big bubble of your joyous future life. So this is also where gratitude has given me so much. Groundedness. Groundedness. <laughs> yeah, really. And yeah. presence. Presence. Yeah, I have I have problem with groundedness. I use loads of meditations. But what I wanted to say about about grounding is that if you are not grounded, you are not able to manifest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you do need to do this grounding sessions. I have loads of, of problem not being grounded. I make loads of mistakes. I um, call people different <laughs> names, especially in the emails, which happened to me recently, which was so embarrassing. Um, and, uh, yeah, because, yeah, because I am, I am, I am all over the place because I, I don't concentrate. So my friend who was also on the podcast, um, yeah, Dranka, she was advising me to ground myself a couple of times a day. And now I'm carrying a crystals with me, you know, dark <laughs> and, um, Good full of crystals. <laughs> yeah. Like for example, obsidian or black tourmaline guys, if Ooh, you need to know, uh-huh. and holding them. And I'm in, I am imagining my feet on the earth and the roots goes down and I am, I am grounded. But for you, the forest works, which is, uh, which forest is brilliant. Works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The forest works because it's, uh, I mean, it's full of ground, you know, like in a literal sense, like the earth is also the earth sprouts seeds. It gives life. The earth is amazing as well as, I don't know, cycling or something, but that's more maybe a sport form, but just walking. And also what I found is nowadays, of course, I've had more time to spend in the forest. I know you guys are stuck at home, but we're lucky that we're able to be out. (laughs) Yep. And... (laughs) Just in going every day or every second day, it's also, it's been watching my reality shape and shift around me. Because if you go to the forest from time to time, you see the forest. But when I'm visiting it, like one particular forest, I love Horsky Park, it's close to me. You see from winter to summer, how things sprout, how they grow, how some of the trees, which you never noticed before, they grow in between those trees and how the forest comes together like our life comes together, you know, it's just, a, it's everything is an analogy for, for what you're already experiencing and watching this sprout and bloom. It's also just a, a brilliant lesson in that, that which you feed will grow. So the same, like you in your projects, you know, that, that which you give attention to, you will see it bloom in front of you. So if I was in the forest just from time to time, I wouldn't realize that. I would just be like, wow, it's a beautiful forest. It was just here forever for me. Whoa. But in seeing that step by step and that gradual growth, yes, I'm not part of that growth, but I'm, I'm a witness. And without a witness, is the growth really happening? So mm-hmm. also just this unity that we are nature, nature is with us. And it's just this, like, we are one. And that's also such a beautiful thing to be grateful for that we are growing and changing with each other and we are a witness to each other. And without those witnesses, what would it be? So this is also just this um, gratitude also gives me the sense of unity and that I can always be grateful for. Like, wow, I'm so grateful that we are one, that we have this opportunity to make change within ourselves and ultimately our personal change can vibrate and we can change those things around us. So this is also a nice path. You know, I always used to say this. It was years ago. I always used to say that old people, they live in a past. The young people live in a future. And nobody lives in a present. Who mm-hmm. lives in a present? Well, um, we do. Yay! Mm-hmm. Thanks, to, <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to the virus. Exactly what you said. We are living in a present moment because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, 
because there is there is no work to go to for most people right <laughs> and um and and yeah and and there is there is the food i have noticed so many people starting to enjoy gardening and you know baking like they bread. have mm-hmm. baking bread everybody's baking bread yeah. you can't buy yeast anywhere and <laughs> <laughs> like where did that go yeah. but isn't isn't it amazing it's it's yeah. literally going uh going back to back to basics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and finding the joy in it absolutely so mm-hmm. i would like to go and talk to you about manifestation tell me tell me about what it. are your what are your thoughts about manifesting Well, like what I saw in my vision is that I believe that absolutely everything is possible. I believe also that in in affirming what I'm grateful for, I'm able to affirm what it really is that I want in my life. Like for me, it's always been difficult to live in the future, to be honest. Like so I'm I'm very scattered, but I'm very present in the now as well. And it's been like, uh, it's, it's not that simple for me to say, oh, yes, I'd like to have this job or I'd like to have that house or I'd like to have that car because I'm just so happy to be where I am, which on one mm-hmm. hand, it's very nice. But on the other hand, it's also quite, um, it's brilliant, but it can also stunt you in many ways, you know? So yes, mm-hmm. I live, I live freely through this and I'm like, yes, man. So I take on many opportunities and through that I learn and I'm so grateful for the lessons that for me is also just a huge thing because life is such a gift and the lessons whether they're hard or easy whether it takes you time to get through them or it comes very naturally it is all something to be grateful for those lessons you know so for me manifestation is 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 quite a new thing that i'm realizing that it really does work and it's very effective just to maintain that positive thought but not so much from your mind but more from the intention of the heart And I find that that's what gratitude is great for as well, because the mind is here to protect us. The mind protects us from past occurrences. You know, maybe we had a broken heart, something happened in childhood and these scars, the mind and the ego are then protecting us. And it says no, or it says you want this because this is safe or you want this because this will be practical. And what I'm trying to do now is to work more in my heart. So to really to discern that, okay, is this something that the ego wants or is this something that the heart actually needs? Like, does it resonate with me? And I find that through gratitude, that is like, that's also been a really, really big help because I show gratitude for the things that I'm really, truly thankful for. And you can feel it, you know, you can feel if you're somewhere out in the sun, sunshine or me, if I'm just with a tree or, <laughs> or with my cats or with, with good people or just walking and smelling the air that you can stop for a moment you can close your eyes and you can be fully present and you can feel that you have that feeling of resonance in your body. You know, you have that warm vibration and you can feel that you are, are in the right place at the right time and that you need more of that in your life. So this is something which, um, like everything with training, that I'm learning now to open my heart up more. And the heart also, the heart has a higher resonance frequency than the brain. So your heart actually resonates like within three meters apparently around you. You are able to resonate your energy to the person and your environment around you, which is huge. So Mm -hmm. if you can set the manifestation intention from your heart Like that power is so strong because the mind is always altering. The mind's always there, like I say, to protect you. So you can set the intention and then a negative thought will creep in. 
But if you set that warm intention that this is coming from the heart, that frequency can be so strong that there's something now I'm trying to practice, but that you would then be able to attract that into your life. Mm-hmm. The same way, like I had another experience, not so much with manifestation, but more with working with your light energy. And I had this experience also through dance that I, once again, I just disappeared from my space. I was dancing around and then I started making contact with people and they weren't looking at me. And I was like, okay, this is very strange. Like, like, like I'm here, what's going on? What if I want to connect with someone? And they were all looking just past me. So they were looking to my right. So this was really strange for me and I, I like research. So I like look, I'm like, okay, I have to figure this out. I've got to get to the bottom of this. What's going on? So I turned to where everybody was looking and I looked to my right and I saw myself. I saw myself standing next to me. And this is really weird because I looked exactly how I looked that time. And I said to myself, I was like, hey, it's you. And she, me, she turned to me. She's like, hi, like, hi, sweet little girl, you know. And I said, what are you doing over there? That's so weird. I love you. I accept you. We're better when we're one, no? And she looked at me and she was like, okay, like totally like fine with the situation. I don't think she really realized what was going on, having a good time. So I had the sense that I must do like a, a light ceremony. So I grabbed her in my arms and wrapped her up. And I like threw blue light, gold light, white light, yellow lights round us, swirling, swirling, swirling. And then I opened up and I had the sense of oneness. And I looked at myself, I was like, oh, that's better. Okay. And I started looking at people and they started making full-on eye contact. Mm -hmm. So that for me, that was like mind-blowing. I was like, what in the world? So over the course of the next few days, I tried to practice this uh, resonance, like this uh, light resonance and frequency in myself that you can actually, you can turn it on and you can turn it off. So you can make yourself visible and you can make yourself invisible. So I believe the same like with manifestation that you, with your frequency, you are able to make things in your life visible and things in your life invisible. So if it is something that you are trying to manifest and something that you really want and it resonates with your, um, your heart frequency, you can actually, through that energy, you will bring that closer into your life, which will make it easier for you to actually attract it and manifest it. And someone once told me something very interesting. And he said that if you want to achieve something or if you want to grasp something, get something, meet somebody, you have to put your DNA into that thing, into that space. So literally, if you want to be an actress, you can't just sit at home on the couch. You need to go to the theater, do a course. You need to read about it. You need to contact an agency. You need to go to audition. So literally you are moving your DNA from one place to the next. So this thing with manifestation as well, it doesn't just come poof out of nowhere. First you have to set the gratitude intention. So you are letting the universe know that this is something that actually resonates with you by showing happiness because happiness is a good feeling and your body wants to remember the good feelings. So you will give yourself more of that good feeling like a drug addict. They have to give themselves that feeling and that's an addiction. So you can become addicted to the positive feeling. So once you set the intention of gratitude or you're grateful for this good feeling, you're then showing the universe that you are open to accepting it. You're raising your vibration that you can accept it. You've also imprinted it in your brain that this is what you want to achieve. And then you also, if you are able to go that step physically or to try, 
to push yourself to get that what it is that you want, I believe that it can't go wrong. It can only be positive. You can only possibly reach that what it is that you want to reach. So it's like things that are moving towards each other that you're creating with your vibration. You're creating this magnetism for that which it is that you, let's not say that you want it. Okay, you want those shoes. Yes, it's very easy to earn the money. You can buy those shoes, but it's something that your heart, like for me, that is the art of um, of manifestation. And that will truly, at this period, that can truly raise the vibration of our universe and of our world and of everything. Because if you come in from a place of heart, it can only seek that which is good. So it will only seek to attract that which is good. And it will only seek to attract good relationships into your life, relationships that will help you on that path of what you seek. So not short-term, not short-term waiting, but long-term, you know, that you are in it for the, the journey of over this period of time. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing this. <laughs> oh, very nice. It's great. It's great when you have somebody who can explain it the way how you did. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Because I, I had another, another experience, which I don't know if I told you. Well, I've had multiple, but another big um, like lesson of gratitude in my life and also grounding. Oof, this, was, this was monumental. was uh, last year I was horse riding and I fell off the horse. And I broke my left wrist and my dislocated my left collarbone. So for me, I'm super active. I was, I had a shoot on the Friday. Then on the Saturday, we were playing golf. Then on the Sunday, my friends like, let's go ride. And I was like, uh, okay. And I felt okay that my energy isn't feeling it. I don't know this horse. So anyway, I got a horse that I had never ridden. And luckily, I had a helmet and a riding vest on. And um we went out. So I had a young stallion. She had a mare who had a foal. So uh, she told me to keep the distance between them. So I was riding behind and we went through the forest and we were uh, cantering at the time. And I felt that he was pulling, like he was really, he was, I was trying to be hard in the bit. She was like, be tough with him. And that's not in my nature to be tough. So I was listening to what she had told me, She's like be tough, be firm. So I was really trying to hold him back. And then I felt almost as if he was stumbling in the sand. So I loosened up the reins just a little bit. And as I loosened them, he leapt forwards and mm -hmm. in him leaping, I went flying. I flew off onto the side and I fell on luckily not over him, but to the right of him. And I fell on my wrist and on my shoulder. So I kind of like, I, I called out to her to stop him and I sat up. And the first thing in that moment was, okay, my, I, I saw my wrist I felt my shoulder I tried to move it like I felt that it wasn't a regular dislocation so I was like okay leave it then my legs I checked my legs and in adrenaline you know you are only in that moment you can't be anywhere else this is fight or flight you got to survive so I checked my legs and I was like okay my legs are working spine's working neck's working I was like oh my word thank you so much I'm 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 alive I'm walking so I stood up I walked a bit and I was really faint so I went and I sat against a tree she tied the horse up. She came to me. And then we had to wait in the forest for the ambulance to come. So a whole bunch of stuff. We managed to call the ambulance. The ambulance was on the way. And as I was sitting there, I could logically feel that my sugar level was dropping. And my body was now trying to heal. This is what had happened. So blood, sugar, minerals, everything just fighting in the body. 
And during this process, my eyes were wide open and I had a blackout. I went completely blank. And I was looking at her and I said, Sylvia, I can't see anything, but I'm going to keep talking to you. Just, I don't want to pass out. So she said, okay. And she was talking and then I just disappeared again. I went somewhere else. And I was thinking about, um, about the past. I had been working on some projects, but this was really a phase or a time of my life where I had so many things going on and I was pushing the whole time to be better, to improve, to show something, to show my ego, to prove something to my uh, outer world, you know, that yes, I'm able to do this, I'm able to build something. So it was really just this, I was not present on that horse ride. I was somewhere else. I was looking for the next step of solving something which was yet to happen and may never happen. And whilst sitting there, I came to the realize I work with my hands. I, um, and I had just started this brand. I was, Can I was you just working. quickly say what you do? Okay. So I have this brand called uh, Scrunchy. And this is also interesting because I'm a fashion designer by trade. And also for me, it's very difficult to put a label on what one does, you know, who you are, because I don't believe that it defines one, but I love creating. So I love working with my hands, but I've always had a love-hate relationship with fashion, fast fashion. Why follow something if that's not what you are? So anyway, I, I wanted to make some of my hands and I created this brand of ecological hair accessories called Scrunchy. And the main point with Scrunchy was... More than the actual accessory, it is a talisman for women that gives them that sense of belief in themselves because I believe, like um, Chinese medicine, that you have a chi, it's your energy within you. So everybody has their personal chi, which is your magic that you can bring to the world. So not to follow somebody else's chi, but to really look inside you, in your heart, in your stomach, in that feeling of your being, that this is your superpower as it were so that's your chi so i created scrunchy as a talisman that women can wear it and they can have the sense that yeah i'm part of a tribe and i'm expressing my chi through whatever it is that i do so find your chi so i had just i had started scrunchy and there were all these plans and like okay cool this must be done that must be done i realized like yes it's very nice of course to have your hobbies to have your passions your drive your motivation but I realized, okay, everything that I have done up until now, because I had broken my arm, clearly I was like, I can't work with my hands. What will I do? Stress sets in, stress, fear. And then I was like, everything that I've done up until now is pointless if, if I'm going to die. Nothing that I have done till now, if I'm now leaving this planet, nothing that I've done till now is worth anything. And then suddenly it came to my mind, but what is of greatest value to you as a being is the loving people you have around you, the relationships you have formed, the warmth, the joy. And then I had this, this beautiful sense of, again, like light, like this light was holding me. And I had this euphoric sense of uh, me being expansive, but also really small and being held in a very safe, comforting space. And this um, subconscious thought of you are enough. You are the gift to give to the world. You don't have to give or show or do just by being that is enough. So I had this sense, this pure sense of just coming to myself 
pushing away all of what society may think, all of what my childhood may think, all of what my ego may think, and just being in the essence of you as a light being or me as that light being, being like, like cradled by the light of God, you know, cradled and being like, you are enough. You are the gift to give, be that gift. And I work, and then the foal, the baby horse came to me and she started sniffing my face. And while she was sniffing my face, I opened my eyes and I just saw this like snosh in front of me, this nose. And I looked at her and she looked at me with these big eyes and I was like, whoa. And I, I looked around and I was like, oh my word, I'm so grateful for that moment. And then after that accident, interestingly enough, like um, I then was reading up on it and uh, the horse as a spirit guide is um, a sign of presence. So to be more present. The horse's name was Shaman, which like for me was just like the, the cherry on top. I was like, what? Um, breaking A bone break is a release of extreme pressure because you can't get away from it. So this was me just releasing so much pressure. And after the release of a break, you have to rest. And I had to rest. I had to go through a time of resting. In, injuring the left side of the body is um, the feminine. So me also practicing more of being in my feminine, so less of that masculine action and more of that feminine consciousness. And during that period, I found someone who then started working for me, like helping me with the brand, to sew, to do those things. I was able to focus on other things. I wasn't, um, I then realized also that people are actually willing to do things. You don't have to do things all the time on your own. It's actually okay to delegate and to hand over tasks for other people to do um and just through this whole process i was so thankful for so many things due to this accident and people are like oh shame i can't believe that happened are you okay i was like yes i'm actually so grateful and they thought i was crazy but in taking the time to actually meditate on it and be like okay i know why this happened this i was asking for this actually and because i had warnings you know many many warnings slow down slow down and this was just a huge like, boom no this is not your time just to be present be yourself be authentic and move forward calmly steadily it's okay and then another amazing thing for me personally was that um i'm quite impatient and i went things very quickly and also with a brand like i start something and then it's not going somewhere and then i'll just stop and start something new so this was also, I realized in how the body heals, you know, it's a slow process. It's a slow process of healing. The same with this healing that we're going through now. Like it wouldn't work if Corona was over in a week. This is a it, long, slow process of healing. You I, know, I was, I was thinking, be very careful what you wish for. And mm. with the situation, what we are going through, how many times have you said to yourself, I wish I had the time to do this. Mm -hmm. I, wish, I wish I could lay in a bed. I wish I didn't have to go to work. I wish I could spend more time with my family. I wish I could be with my children. I wish the children had a little bit longer holiday. <laughs> I wish I could. Do you know, we have asked for this. You asked, for, you asked about manifestation. We as a collective manifested this. Exactly. It sounds, it sounds, it exactly. sounds very silly, but, yeah. but obviously we have not manifested the virus, but we have yeah. manifested to, we have been like worried about the pollution and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, so I strongly believe that we have asked for this and then, mm -hmm. and then it happens and you're thinking, 
oh dear, what is going on? Why is this happening to me? You know, it's like mm-hmm. you've been asking for the rest. You've been asking to spend the time with the family. So, so yeah, so I just, that's, uh, sorry, I just wanted to add this to, to what you said, but that was yeah, such a beautiful story right. you uh-huh. have shared. Uh-huh. And I'm very grateful to have you on a podcast and I'm very grateful for you to share your stories. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I have last question for you, Octavia. How can listeners find you and get in contact with you? You just got to set the intention and I'll be there with the heart, <laughs> the heart intention. <laughs> Octavia just pops up everywhere. No, um, so you can find me on Instagram. It's 8birds8. It's like my name, Octavia, 8birds. Or you can email me, octavia.mckenzie at gmail.com. People want to get in contact. Like, I'm really happy to talk about these things and to maybe help set intentions for, like, the latitude of gratitude and how one can be self-loving and self-accepting and slow down and be grateful for the small things and maybe try to find, not reason behind, but try to find the cause for an action or why something has gone the way that it has. And in doing so, to learn to accept it rather than to judge yourself for it. Because I think that's also opposite to gratitude and acceptance is judgment. And I think that's where people spend a lot of their time is in negative thoughts. And in being grateful, you actually, it's also been proven that in showing gratitude and joy, you actually start using less negative words and you also start feeling less negative emotions like envy because if you can be grateful for what you have there's no reason to be envious of what someone else has and that can work in physical sense in in your body being grateful for your body being grateful for your mind being grateful for that which you are able to create creation is the most incredible chi anybody can possess and we possess that in all of us all of us possess that and what i've been doing recently is when i shower in the morning I'm so grateful for the water that is falling on me. I mean, our body is mostly water. And I believe that in, in also in that energy control, well, not control, but in that presence or sensing of that energy, you can tune that water to douse you in this beautiful energy, which is resonating with your water energy. And you can also find love for yourself in that. So I don't know if I can be helpful to people. I'm happy to help. I believe that everybody has this in them, of course. Just sometimes it helps to talk about it to someone else and you come to those realizations on your own when you are ready to hear them. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and that you have gained a lot of information. As I have just launched this podcast, I have decided to give two lucky listeners a free psychic reading each month for the period of next three months. These readings will be a combination of a tarot and a psychic channeling. To enter, all you need to do is leave a review in the iTunes store, take a screenshot of it, send it to me on barbaramayshow at gmail.com, which is B-A-R-B-R-A-M-A-Y-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. As you may already know, um, reviews are very important for podcasts and they will help podcasts to expand and direct the important topics discussed to the appropriate audience. At the end of every month, I will announce the winner on my Instagram, which is at the Barbara May Show. So keep your eyes peeled and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.